Hello, everyone. Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab a bourbon on the rocks, a gin martini, or a Moscow mule, and get settled into a big, puffy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. So today's episode is all about spirit guides and whether or not to fire yours. So is your life going according to plan? Do you keep hitting unforeseen roadblocks on your path to success? Do you keep finding yourself in toxic relationships with friends, family, or partners? You may not be getting quality guidance from the other side. So find out if those working behind the scenes are working for or against you and get the support you need and deserve because you're awesome. So, <laughs> so much to discuss today. Very excited about this topic. How are you today, Virgo Lass? I am doing well. How are you, Mystic Chick? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. <laughs> some, You know, some days... All I can do is hang in there. <laughs> like <laughs> clearly, it is a no bones day, <laughs> and that's a pug, isn't it? The, the yes, it is Noodles the pug, and he's a thirteen year old pug. And sometimes he wakes up and he sits up and he's ready to go on a walk, and then other days he just slides right back down into that dog bed and goes boneless. <laughs> I love that. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. It is a no bones day. I uh, and I'm also kind of fighting through some congestion still. So if I sound a little hoarse or froggy, I apologize. This is the best I got right now. Oh God, yeah. I think that like last spring, my allergies were going crazy, and like there is like clearly one pod. I can't remember which one it is where I was just like holding back a cough the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You have to wonder then, was your spirit guide working for you on that day? I doubt it. Uh, yeah, exactly. My spirit guide was not doing anything for my allergies. And, 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 this, and my spirit guides were just like, like, oh, what do you even want me to do, bitch? You're like, make, go, go just a room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So I know that this is kind of this was this was a little bit it, of a controversial topic, I think, today, because <laughs> everybody, like, I, I actually looked it up because, <laughs> and I have backstory about how I came to this, this podcast episode theme. It's not from out of nowhere, I promise. But um, I was doing research and I'm just like, okay, you know, this, I encountered this myself. I'm sure that there's a ton of information on this and there was nothing. Like when I when I did a search on firing your spirit guide, I didn't see anything. All I saw was stuff on like connecting with your guide. Yeah, how to find your spirit guide. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> And so before we kind of get into the the reasons why they may not work out well for you, uh, I think it's probably a good thing to to talk about, you know, what they are. But before we do that, uh, <laughs> do we have drinks. some drinks? <laughs> the, the drinks, and you're like, oh my gosh, these are so basic. And I did it because 
I Googled, because this is, we're going to get into basically 360 degree performance reviews for your spirit guides, which are, it's a very kind of corporate, you know, approach to metaphysics. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to circle back and put a pin in it. We are. We're going to unpack things. Oh my gosh. We're going to find out what your spirit guides have been doing that has been impactful for you. We are going to give them a three-point list to follow (laughs) that they need to improve before their next performance review. Yeah. And if they if they are really not up to par, you know, we have to decide, are we going to put them on a performance plan or are we just going to outright fire them? (laughs) So (laughs) a lot a lot to think about. So when I was channeling that corporate vibe, then I Googled business drinks and business drinks. Business (laughs) drinks. Yeah, we're we're, we're like getting in, we're getting all corporate here with our business drinks. What is that like, you know, like a martini on your lunch break and then you sexually harass your secretary? (laughs) Yeah, nice butt smack. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I had to choose from, I I ended up pulling, I, I did a search on Google for business drinks and I got top cocktails for business dinners. And I chose from this list of gin martini, vodka martini, scotch, neat, bourbon or whiskey on the rocks with or without a splash of soda and Moscow mule. Mm, I love a Moscow mule. I, okay, maybe I just haven't had them enough because they haven't truly grown on me. I mean, I drink one and I'm sitting there going, I should have had a white Russian. I don't know. Is that just me? (laughs) I mean, okay. If you, you like our white Russian, then yeah, maybe the Moscow mule isn't for you. Or I mean, or maybe you just like need to have the right kind of liquor in it. Like, I mean, we've established before you are a vodka person. Um, I like a whiskey in my Moscow mule. Yeah. Okay. So what is in a Moscow mule or do I need to pull this up? I mean, I think basically it's just like, um, like liquor and ginger beer in like a copper mug. So it stays really cold. Oh, so I mean, like, I guess you would, you would have to be a ginger person. If you're more of like, if you want your drink to taste like chocolate milk, then maybe it's not for you. I'm right here. (laughs) And I can drink straight like tequila and straight vodka. It's not like I actually don't drink a lot of sweet things. But when I do, I want it like creamy, awesome sweet. I don't want just like, you know, any like fruity foo-foo drink. I mean, you are in good company with the big Lebowski. So nothing but respect. The dude (laughs) abides. Okay, so I see now vodka and um, non-alcoholic ginger beer. Okay, yeah, that's not for me. Anyway, <laughs> just give me the vodka and just put a little soda in it or something. Okay, so Moscow Mule, we've already covered. Tom Collins. Okay, yeah, I mean, very classic. Very Mad Men, apparently. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is there an old-fashioned on there? Like, I mean, I'm just going to burn this list up if there's no old-fashioned. <laughs> there is a Manhattan. Which I mean, is pretty okay. close. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is very close. So, um, and then the other one is the last one they're calling out is a good craft beer. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> yeah, that's totally lame. I mean, okay, no, like, what are you occasion? Get, right, are you going to get fired if you order a pilsner? <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Yeah. No, give me a Zima. Give me a Zima. Oh my God. <laughs> totally order a Zima. Do they have those? Because I thought a few years ago there was a resurgence of Zima. I, I feel like maybe every few years they say that there's going to be one because I literally just read an article recently about the return of Zima. <laughs> I feel so dirty just even thinking about it. But I did drink a lot of Zima when I was 20 going out oh, to bars. I never drank a Zima. I couldn't drink beer. Like, I, I've never been a beer yeah, drinker. I've, like, I've never drank beer either, like, but back then. But yeah, my go to, my little beginner drinks were you know, up cranberry vodka. Or lemonade vodka. Okay, but like in the boonies, there are places, I can't remember what they're called. I don't know if you're familiar with this term. It's like a bottle something bar where it's like basically anything that a a waitress can just take the top off for you and hand you. I was never like when in my early 20s when I first started drinking, like just going to a bar and like sitting there and drinking, you know, I was usually like at a dance club. Like dancing off all the alcohol before I drove home. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I was just, I, the, yeah, that's another podcast episode. It's <laughs> a podcast for another day. <laughs> that goes into a whole different territory. All right. So speaking of uh, guidance that has steered me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you, spirit guides? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, apparently they were there. They just sucked. So here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you needed to fire them. <laughs> Uh, everybody has spirit guides and some people have one spirit guide. Some people have a team of spirit guides. And this is kind of one of those, there are certain topics where there's not like a whole lot of consistency or a whole lot of consensus on what exactly the whole spirit guide situation is. So there are some people that think that there's a contract between you and your sacred spirit guides and that, you know, they're supposed to guide you for the rest of your life and, you know, show you the right path and blah, blah, blah. Then there's other people that, and and there's like all these different kinds of like, you know, angels can be spirit guides. I don't, I don't agree. I I mean, some people are like dead people can be spirit guides, like gods and goddesses can be spirit guides. Um, Yeah. Ancestors. Ancestors ancestors. are very hot right now. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what to say to that. I, I learned, <laughs> we're going to get into like, cause it really, I, I found some different, you know, research with different ways to kind of describe all this stuff and whatever. But in my opinion, um, I don't think that an angel can qualify as a spirit guide. A spirit guide to me either has passed on or is, you know, it can be a god or a goddess. Even then, like, I feel like that they're in a different world. There are also non-corporeal entities that have never taken form, that are just in different dimensions, that are, you know, work with your soul contract to kind of guide you and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Um, Also, I've been reading, um, uh, rereading Witchery by Juliet Diaz. Which, by the way, um, uh, people who want to get into like more like witchy, you know, like the witchy side of things, this is a great book to read. 
but I was like reading her um, chapter on ancestors and because I really, I haven't gotten into the whole spirit guide or ancestor thing yet. Maybe it's, I'm a Virgo. So it's like, I just need to do heavy genealogy research before I can do that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, and I might like read like a little bit of this, but uh, she said that, she says that, you know, the type of ancestor you may be more most familiar with is one who once had a physical form and a human experience. However, there are also land ancestors who watch over a land to which they're connected. And um, spiritual ancestors, ancestors who your soul has worked with for many lifetimes or connected to your lineage. Um, and she said, my favorite ancestors are our mountains, trees, plants, animals, rivers, and oceans, and our mother earth herself. I work with her every single day, which that I feel like because I'm, I have been, and I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm still in the learning process. So I don't want to sound like I'm on a podcast and talking about this as an expert when I am very much not, but I've been getting more and more into animism. And I've talked before about how like people's spirits don't resonate with me at all because <laughs> so, I'm an introvert and I don't want to have to talk to any more people than I need to. Like living people are enough. So I, I get, I connect more with the spirits of like, uh, plants and animals and like, you know, just the energy of like the, the land around us. I like that though. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to do what, what like resonates with you and you know, what your talents and gifts are. I think it all kind of complements different types of guides. It, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird situation, honestly. Like I, I had a reading done like 20 plus years ago now that uh, my sister had actually like, and I've talked about it before because it was, it was a life-changing reading, but it was this woman. I don't even remember her name. She was like a big deal back then. And she was living in the Southwest and she did this big reading for me and, you know, went through my Akashic records and did some other things, but she was like, basically like your spirit guides are awful. <laughs> <laughs> And I, you know, we need to like fire them and get new ones because this is not a workable situation. And and I had to agree because my life to that point was really, really awful. <laughs> I mean, I'd been through a tremendous amount of abuse and I had been um, not only, you know, subjected to abuse on a number of levels, but I also was beginning to abuse myself you know, as a teenager going mm -hmm. through eating disorders and other things. And so, um, yeah, that, that definitely spoke to, you know, if I was being guided, I was, I was not being guided. Well, I was being guided down some pretty crappy paths and I felt like I couldn't like connect with my intuition and I couldn't, like, I really thought that I was like doing the right things all the time and they just kept going like horribly wrong. And that's, you know, one of the signs that your spirit guides, and it doesn't mean that all your spirit guides like have it out for you. It just means that sometimes like maybe there's a misalignment, maybe there's um, like differing views and the vision of how your life is supposed to go. There's all these different factors. But at the end of the day, if you don't feel like, you know, you are being supported in your life. If you feel like you keep swimming upstream, if everything seems really, really hard for you to get ahead just a little bit, if like you keep struggling from health issues, all of those things might be signs that your guidance is just out of whack. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, it's so funny. Cause yeah, I'm just thinking of like, you know, just like a little list of people in my head and I'm like, Oh, they need to fire their spirit guides. <laughs> You know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) There's just, there's so much. So I was kind of surprised that like when I Googled it, there was nothing about kind of this topic of, hey, you know, owning up to the fact that maybe because just because beings are, you know, non-corporeal or whatever, doesn't mean that they are any smarter than you or better than you. Like it really depends on the type of being. Sometimes they're just, they're living their own life. They're doing, they have their own stuff to get done and they're just trying to check off the boxes. Like, yeah, I got to work with this human. All right, you know, get it done, whatever. I got my stories to watch after that. Oh my God. We need to make this TV show. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, yeah, like the protagonist is a, a spirit guide, but like they've just like got so much going on in the afterlife, but then they have to keep on like checking in with this fuck up over here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have the time or energy. They yeah. got like too big of a caseload. Exactly. Turn your back for one minute and all of a sudden they're in a car crash. Like what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it is the the struggle is real. <laughs> so, uh but there are, you know, there are cases where somebody just has one spirit guide. There are, you know, there are people who have whole teams of spirit guides. I'm going on to the the Mind Body Green website. They have a um oh, this is the Gaia website. I had a couple different things open. That's like blocking things that block your spirit guides. Let me see if I can pull up the other one. All right. So according to Mind Body Green, they're breaking it down into six types of spirit guides and how to communicate with them. And again, I I think that I'm probably in the minority with how I view spirit guides. They're talking about that most people have a squad. Mm. Uh, (laughs) I think it really depends on the person, but, um, because honestly, like we all come to the earth plane for different reasons. And are you going to need like a whole team of people if you are just going to like go off and like live an ascetic life and meditate most of the time? Do you really need a team to guide you to do that? Right. (laughs) They're out there. You know what I mean? Like it's, if you, you know, if that's your path, then you probably, you know, you need one, one guide. To just kind of make sure, like check in and be, yeah, they're still they're still on that rock. They're still on that rock. <laughs> <laughs> they're still chanting. <laughs> maybe check in. Good job. <laughs> yeah, maybe they poke you know you every once in a while and be like, eat something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember to hydrate. <laughs> yeah, it's not your time yet. <laughs> but that's about it. Not going far. So one of the categories, and this is something that you know you brought up, is spirit animals. So I can get behind spirit animals as as a kind of guiding force. Oh, familiars. Yeah, I guess then. I guess is that kind of then I think a, it's appropriation a, again? I, it's it's literally just the term spirit animal, and it's just that we want to be respective of Native Americans because I mean I feel like I mean 
animals are all throughout every spiritual practice, especially pagan ones. So, I mean, we want to acknowledge that. However, like, and people are listening to us from all over the world. It's just that we live in America. We live on stolen land. So I feel like because of that, we do just have to be respectful of the fact that there were people here before us and they were using the term spirit animal first so uh, like I, I, that's why I just want to, out of respect, shy away from that because it's just become like, I, I think that it, it's more the fact that it just became such a joke after a while of like white people saying, RuPaul's my spirit animal, that sort of thing that, okay. it, it, yeah, it, it just rankled, you know, like, like indigenous <laughs> people didn't think it was cute. So, okay. like, so, so that's all, so that's all that it is. <laughs> I have a question though, because this kind of does throw a little bit of confusion into it because they're kind of calling out specifically like a pet you once had who passed away. Um, can that be, cause it's technically the spirit of the pet. Like, how do we, okay, like, so I have read like different things about this because okay. I mean, I've like said many times that my, um, cat who passed away, uh, last year, Puck, he's, you know, like, my little familiar and that he's still my little familiar and everything but i've also like read that your pet can't be your fam your familiar because your familiar is more like if you watched um like the chilling adventures of sabrina when she meets <laughs> salem and salem wasn't necessarily a cat salem was like this crazy looking shadowy creature who took the form of a cat to oh, be yeah. uh, to be um, Sabrina's guide and protector, and so he had her best interest at heart. Where like I mean, I, as much as I love my cat, I love Puck. Man, Puck does not have my best interest at heart. Puck like um, does not have lessons for me to learn other than people suck, bite them. <laughs> people suck, bite them. Okay. Yeah. Well <laughs> and, and, and I have read too, like about like ways to like meet your familiar, like by like meditating and astral projecting. And I've tried to do it, but like, and I mean, this is just, I guess, part of the grieving process and everything is that like whenever I go to meet like my um, actual familiar, Puck just pops right up and he's like, uh uh, mom. I'm on your lap now. We're hanging out. You, you've come to my realm. You, I am. We, I am not going. You are not going near another animal. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Well, I okay. So my own because I mm, this one's hard for me because I feel like my pets who have passed on and I've lost four in the last year. So it's I feel them. It's it's been a process. I don't feel like any of them are my familiars, at least right now. Like, I think when Joey, my cat, who was this little black cat, was alive, I think he was my familiar for the time being. I feel like I need a new familiar now. But I think that, like, once they pass on into the spirit realm, at least my experience with, like, Gabe, my dog, and other things is that uh, Max, my cat, um, is that there is such a big spirit that when they you try to put them in their animal form, like you can only fit a tiny little piece of who they truly are. And so then when they pass back to the spirit realm, they 
end up, you know, being able to be their full selves who like know a lot more and can guide you a lot more and be there for you in ways that they never could in animal form. And Gabe has like really been a source of strength for me since he's passed. Like I've felt like him immensely guiding me on this process that I've been on for the last year or two, especially. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's, that is, there is some confusion there between like spirit animals in the indigenous sense and cultural appropriation. And then the spirits of the pets that have passed on that were yours and then the familiars and are they the same? Oh my gosh. Like we could do a whole episode on just this topic. We really could. And we really should. We really should. We're going to go back. To we're going to circle yes. back. to this. We're going to circle back. We're going to put a pin in it. <laughs> that actually brings up a lot of good points. And because I actually think that in the other realm, I have like an elephant familiar. <laughs> it you know, sounds crazy. It was funny when I was doing like that sort of um, astral, pro, you know, astral projection meditation. Um, I, all of a sudden, I felt fox energy, and then Puck was like, nope, get the hell out of here, fox. <laughs> <laughs> what did the fox say? Not much. Cause <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the door hit him on his way out. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, my God. What I saw a fox walk down the street in front of my house like last week. It was pretty crazy. Oh, we see coyotes sometimes in the city. Yes. Yeah. They, they, they're interesting too. It's just like they're, they're majestic and you want to kind of watch them from a distance. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> as, as you should with any wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So we're going to circle back to spirit animals and whatever. That's yeah. just what they're named in this article, but um, do, animals, animal spirits <laughs> animal essences yeah animal know. essences okay i like that one animal uh, energy animal, animal energies energy. like yeah i mean there's there's a mil that's the thing is that there's a million different words there's in the world like there's like a whole thesaurus full of synonyms like if like we can't use like one specific phrase there's a billion other ways to describe it <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is Ascended Masters. And I've heard about this one for years and years. This was actually one of the biggest ones, you know, 20 years ago, I think, when metaphysics and new age stuff was kind of taking the scene again. You know, I mean, they, it was big in the 60s and 70s, and then it kind of fell away for a while. But then in the, the late 90s or something, it, it resurged and uh, it was like big into channeling and ascended masters and things like that. Yeah, yeah. These things always kind of like come and go in waves. <laughs> yeah. So um, at least for like the general public. Yeah, yeah. Well, it and it keeps morphing. And I'm sure with like Instagram and YouTube and all that, it's kind of shifted it just because of who's, you know, posting stuff and what they're focusing on. But um, Ascended Masters are like Buddha, Mother Mary. Um, they were once human, living journeys of deep spiritual growth and influence. And now they are have a special place as a leader in the spirit world, and they can be guides and teachers. So they can be, no matter what your cultural religion, you can call upon ascended masters from all different cultures and, and walks of life. So there yeah. you go. So, and how about deities? Like, are we getting into that? I, 
Ah, uh, I don't know if deities are on this list. Actually, let me see. Uh, we have departed loved ones. So I wonder if those are just like you know the beings that you call on for help. Yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of like ancestors, except that these are the ones that you know best. Yeah, you know the ones that departed. <laughs> <laughs> Should I read the definition or read the definition? <laughs> Loved ones or family members who've passed on may choose to be one of your spirit guides and actively support you from heaven. This is all according to Mind Body Green by helping you in very practical ways, sending you career, sending career opportunities, helping with relationships, things like that. So um, if there's anybody that you had a connection to, like a deep connection to that passed, then they are probably still guiding you because it's also a source of comfort for you. And it says, in fact, any human who has passed on might become a spirit guide for you. So if you're a dancer, you could have a spirit guide on your team who was once a dancer and performer and wants to help inspire you. So there's yeah, and that. I was also just reading, um, this was from the um, Traveling Witch website, which I'm a big fan of. They were saying how the thing about, you know, your ancestors is that there's a ton of them. So if you're queer, but you feel like you don't like resonate with like anyone from your family because they were all super quist- Christian or whatever, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I always feel like I have to like... But a blanket statement, like, no, not all Christians are homophobic. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, okay, Whoa. but if your family was homophobic <laughs> but, or had homophobic practices. But, um, but like, needless to say, there are definitely, you definitely had queer ancestors. Like, throughout the beginning of time, like, there were definitely queer people in your family that you can call upon and connect with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've feel like I know pretty much a lot about my mom's side of the family, the Irish side, because she talked, she talks about it a lot. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, my dad, like he never really talks that much about his Italian side of the family. So like the next time I go out there for a visit, I really want to just kind of like ask the questions and be like, okay, so I know all about like these Irish folk over here, but like, what do you know about like your grandparents and their parents and all of that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's helpful to know. Um, Also, I think that like for me, when I connect with my ancestors and like guides, I'm half Norwegian. I connect very deeply with the Norse and the old Viking ways and things like that. So I really like to connect with, with them. And also I love the Egyptians. Like I, there's a lot of Egyptian goddesses and uh and also um hindu gods and goddesses oh my god that, yeah yeah like ganesh love ganesh <laughs> that elephant energy yeah. yeah yeah i mean i guess that on my end it's like um you know being irish uh, or half irish anyway um i've always connected more towards like the celtics and druid practices and i mean if i could like name a spirit guide right off the top of my head. It's like trees have always been my spirit guides. Like I've always felt like very deep connection. I remember being a kid and just seeing like certain patterns in the trees that I would like basically name and they were always looking out for me. And I would like, you know, just 
like go out of my way to like go and just like, you know, say, hey, what's up to them? And uh, it's it's funny, like getting into animism now and all of a sudden I realize, oh, I've always done this. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that a lot of these things with the soul searching and the following your intuition is just, you know, you go, oh, yeah, that's why I've been doing that forever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of anticlimactic in a way because it's like, oh, you know, you think you're going to like learn all new stuff. And it's like just a reinforcement of this is why you did what you did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> and then the last category, at least according to this, there's there's so many more. We're, this is like a topic that we could talk about forever, I think. We're going to have to revisit this because it's... Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, like we still have to get back into like, you know, firing them now that we've yeah. got them. Yeah, we got to <laughs> fire them. So, uh, <laughs> and the last category is helper angels. So they're basically freelance angels. I just poked myself in the eye. Sorry about that. Um, can I see? Oh, oh, like dead like me. <laughs> okay, expound. Because I'm like... Oh, that that was a show. Um, like it was many many years ago, and it didn't really take off. And I am going to look up the um. I just want to look up the showrunner of that right now because it was someone who does all the best shows. But it had uh, Mandy Patinkin was in it, and there was like this girl who died, and she um. It's like this girl who died, and then all of a sudden, Mandy Patinkin comes out of nowhere, and he's just like, "Hey, like you can't get into heaven yet. You need to be." He doesn't say spirit guide, like it's uh somebody. It's like something else. But um, okay, here we go. Grim Reapers in the mythology of dead like me, certain people when they die are offered the job of Grim Reapers. They get a rapidly healing physical body, and the chance to stay in the world until they. Collect a, requ a requisite number of souls. I do. Okay. I remember that because I saw I, Brian I Fuller. Brian Fuller, who does all of the best shows. Like what? Like, am I thinking about like one that you've most likely seen? And um, that would be Hannibal. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Guess. You're, you're like, okay, I'm I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Falls was an amazing show that aired for like three episodes and then Fox yanked it, but Wait, what falls? <laughs> Wonder Falls. Oh, I don't even know that one. Yeah, because it was aired for like uh, three episodes, but there was enough of an outcry after that three episodes that they put it on DVD. So I've got the DVD of the first season. Oh my Pace was on it and I've had a crush on him ever since. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, Pushing so Daisies. He did the first season of American Gods. And then after he left, it was like the one perfect season. It was one season of a perfect show, a perfect oh. adaptation of a book. And then he left and it was all downhill after that. Yeah. Why did he leave? That seems wrong. Uh, I think that it was just like infighting with like the producers because producers always think that they know best and they don't and they ruin things every time and oh i'm not bitter <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> all right so before we get to firing them uh just some guidance on like how to connect with them uh at least according to mind body green there's a ton of different ways but here are some things to keep in mind 
being more present in your everyday life. And I think that goes back to asking for guidance, paying attention to synchronicity, um, watching for signs and patterns, because that is the way that the universe and your guides can communicate with you. Also start a journal for your spirit guides and you can write letters and ask them for assistance. So uh, that's something that yeah, might be I also, helpful. I also like read, uh, again, like this was from the Traveling Witch website where um, she said, sometimes it's just introduce yourself, you know, like um, just make a place on your altar and uh, give some give some offerings, like a glass of water, maybe a shot of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just things that you think that they would like. And then, um, uh, you know, eventually, like, you know, just ask them to make a connection and they'll just start gabbing with you. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of close to when you're trying to connect with spirits who've passed on and just, you know, making the offerings and everything. But do not like clean out your cabinets and be like, okay, there's these like crusty old caramels that are pretty dried out. I'm just going to, you know... <laughs> They're not going to know the difference. No, they will. <laughs> Please give them nice things. <laughs> exactly. Give them things they actually want. <laughs> if you don't want your crusty old caramels, they don't either. <laughs> um, so surrender something to your spirit guides. That's pretty much um, basically handing over your problems and just saying, I release control of these things. I obviously need some guidance and whatever I'm doing is not enough. So I'm going to just, you know, take myself out of the race here and just, here you go. You do it better and see what happens. Yeah, that reminds me of the whole, like, you know, Christian, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> you know, I did do that once. You did? <laughs> I, it wasn't Jesus because I don't really talk to Jesus, but um, it was, you know, like I was in a situation where there was... Um, there was a car turn around in my lane and then there were like trucks, semi trucks on either side of me and it was raining and I was like eight months pregnant and I was going to hit the car. And so I just um, threw my hands up and I'm like, God help me. And like, I blacked out. And then like when I came to, I was driving and the car was still turned around in my lane behind me. And I oh have no idea. Yeah. I, I seriously, it sounds insane, but I have no idea to this day what happened. And, uh, don't I mean, try this at home, folks. Mystic Chick is a professional. <laughs> just, <laughs> well, what I think actually happened was when you are a medium, you can actually like have people kind of do possession of your body. And I think that that's actually what happened was one of my, because like if you're a medium, you're kind of like, from what I've read in different places, like a rock star of the spirit realm, like they want to keep you alive so that they can keep working through you. So that's when you have sometimes in life or death situations, one will step in and, and take over if you can't handle it just to keep you out of trouble. Oh, man, like I, I must have had a good one when I was in my early 20s because <laughs> I, I, I got in a I had a lot of near misses in my car. Oh not my gosh! Yeah. Not from drunk driving people, but um, but yeah, like I was like pretty much always the one driving because my friends would always like, be, "Oh, you're the one with the car. You always drive," and so that meant a lot of nights of like just driving back home at like five in the morning on like Ugh. zero sleep because who sleeps when you're twenty? <laughs> no, no one sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> 
you work and then you go to school and then you party and then you work some more. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, no, I have many memories of almost crashing into something and then not. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, yeah, you were divinely p- protected. And that's like when you have to sit there and go, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All of you helping me on the other side because yeah. <laughs> can't do it without you. So I talk and- to my other friends, spirit guides and convince them that they need to drive every now and then. <laughs> so um then another thing you can do is develop some like daily weekly or monthly spiritual practices so you know just having a regular practice where you're connecting with your guides when you're uh doing some meditation or when you are in a gathering with other people or when you are taking time to do i don't know oracle card thing in the morning um all those things can be can help you connect better with your spirit guides and also just using divination tools. And uh, this is one that I think actually can be really helpful. So besides, you know, the oracle cards, tarot cards, runes, um, those can all be really helpful for connecting with your spirit guides. But I think the most helpful tool for connecting with your guides is the pendulum. Because you can ask very specific questions and get very specific answers that you can't really get using any other tool. That's interesting. I know you sent me a pendulum once and I've played around with it, but I've not, I haven't connected with it yet. But maybe this is like the way of connecting with it. Oh, God. Actually, you know what? Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> all right. So, you're, you're like, oh, no, no, not that pendulum. Not that pendulum. No, no, I, it's not bad. It's just that I've realized that the struggle is real. So I have and I'm looking at my fifth pendulum on my desk. And it actually is one that's very similar to the one I sent you only in a different crystal, but it's the same size. And it's actually kind of very large. <laughs> it didn't look that large online. Um, so I have like five pendulums and they all, at least for me, and this is, I don't know if this is going to be different from, for other people, but like they all do different jobs and they will not do a job that is outside of their zone of work. And they will just refuse to give me answers. So I have one that is specifically for mediumship. I've tried to use it for other things. It just will not work. Um, I have one for doing healing with people. And that's all it will do. There's another one for, um, gosh, I was using one to help locate like lost objects, I think. And then I have a couple that I'm still trying to figure out their jobs because they just refuse to work for me. So it sounds to me like we need to circle back to pendulums and put a pin in it for future episodes, all the ways to use your pendulum. Yeah. Well, also, I think that like I need to go, I'm going to go back to the store, actually, the metaphysical store. I'm not even doing this online. I've given up. But I'm going to go to the metaphysical store and I'm going to ask all the pendulums there, all of them. I'm going to sit there for like an hour. And even the ones that, you know, I'm like unikite who wants unikite i'm gonna just work with all of them and be like hey this is the question i want to know can you just help me answer everyday questions i don't know about myself right you just need a good everyday pendulum doesn't do anything fancy yes yeah and also so if you want one to connect with your spirit guides i think that um the one that i use for mediumship also will work for spirit guides because it's basically working with energy and other realms. So that one's fine for this. But um, if you don't have a pendulum, 
I mean, definitely try to connect with your pendulum, but ask your pendulum, um, Virgo ass, if it is okay helping you with the subject. Like, and then if it says no, you might want to also ask like just a couple top of mind things like, well, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And just kind of zero in on like what the pendulum is there to help you with, because that might be an issue as to why you're not connecting with it yet. Okay. Yeah. That's a good idea. I mean, mostly I was just using it at the time to um, like determine what tarot cards to pull, you know, for my spread. And oh. it was just, yeah, but I was just getting like funky tarot cards at that point. So I, I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Yeah. It's just like you have tarot cards to give you tarot card answers. That is not my job. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, since then I've like learned like more how to connect with my own cards and use my own energy. Yeah, I think the pendulum will be helpful for other things. Like definitely a yes or no questions for for other things that you can come up with. And also I really feel like some of them work at the DMV. Wait, really? <laughs> just, like that's not my job. <laughs> metaphorically work at the dmv like i was picturing (laughs) you going into the dmv with your pendulum and using that to answer like the questions that they were asking you oh (laughs) no (laughs) although that could be a podcast (laughs) yep (laughs) live from the dmv with my pendulum (laughs) (laughs) what will we find out today (laughs) all right and then there's so, a couple of quick ways that you might be blocked from your spirit guide. Uh, so I'm just going to rattle through these really quick. And then we're going to talk about quickly how to fire them. Oh, and also their performance reviews. So these are all going to be just quick lists, but um, very helpful. So first one is things, some things that may block your spirit guides. One of them is inexperience if you are new to doing spiritual work. So that goes back to practice, practice, practice. Find you know, a way to meditate every day or pull your Oracle card or in some way, just kind of sit there and breathe and think about who you want to connect with and just kind of be with that energy for a little while. Um, Disorganization is an issue. So that will not be an issue for Virgo last. (laughs) Who's a Virgo? (laughs) Uh, A a Virgo with ADHD. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, it means that I'm super unorganized and I feel real bad about it. Oh God, <laughs> the guilt. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the other thing is that the disorganization can also count for state the state of affairs in your heart. So if you have like funky relationships that can also mess with your connections because you're kind of like just, you know, in all different directions. Um, expectations. So you have to basically have none. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Don't go into it like, you know, where is my whatever specific type of spirit guide? Because that you probably won't get far. Impatience is another one. These are all pretty simple. I mean, this is all like, like, you know, inner work 101. Uh, You cannot be impatient. Some things just take time to unfold and you have to just keep trying and keep connecting. Uh, Drama. So, um... Yeah, if you've got a lot of like, you know, toxic stuff going on in your life, a lot of, you know, people who are not supportive, that will definitely mess with you making a good connection with your spirit guides. Food. So if you are eating basically crap, um, you are going to, 
your energy is going to vibrate at a lower level and it's going to make it more difficult to connect with your spirit guides. Uh, They are listing it as GMO foods, white rice and flours, sugars and sweeteners. Uh, GMO, the jury's out on that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. This is just... uh, Yeah, I know. know, But like every single like spiritual wellness um, website is going to be like, oh no, like GMOs are terrible. You should only eat things that you grow in your own garden. Yeah, like seriously, people just eat a leafy green every now and then and call it a day. Sometimes you need the Doritos and that is self-care. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, so it sporadically pepper these in, but otherwise so does alcohol, processed foods, canned foods, unhealthy foods, uh, frozen foods, pasteurized. Yeah. This is a very long list, deep fried and microwaving food. So basically like, what's left, man. <laughs> sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Like, you know, but like, what if like, that's the, the bread was made with like GMO flour. Like now you're screwed. Like, yeah, based, just, just eat a bunch of kale and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, and it can't be white bread. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, and overanalyzing is the other one. So, like if you're um, overanalyzing what you're eating. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, really. Or if you're just like, if everything's a sign, that might be. Yeah, oh, my God. Very true. That's the thing is that when you are like going through it, like, I mean, you're probably second guessing everything that comes your way. So, yeah, like, everything can look like a sign like what you you get signs that are contradicting each other like you know one minute you see like a black crow and maybe that symbolized something and then you see like a white dove that's actually a pigeon but it kind of looks like a dove so like that (laughs) might mean something else (laughs) oh yeah so like (laughs) i think this is where and again this is where like I, I would say when this is happening, when you're going through like these moments of like indecision, that's when it's, you really need to just kind of sit with yourself and take a moment, meditate, even if it's just for like five, 10 minutes, just to just kind of clear your head. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That can, that can do a world of good. Um, so, all right, we've gotten over all the things that, you know, different ways to connect with your guides, different ways that might block that connection. Um, now the performance review of your spirit guide or guides. So these are just some questions to keep in mind um, to kind of think about whether or not they really are doing the job that you need them to do. One of them is, how is your life going right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like, yeah, if, you probably know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Okay. So <laughs> some people out there are like, you know, it's great. It's great. Whatever. It's, I'm living my less, best life. And other people are like, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> In the flaming house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next question that might help you hone in on that more is, do you feel the life you are living is in alignment with your goals? Now, that's, uh, that is a good question right there. Yeah. Or morals or values, like all Mm -hmm. of that can kind of play into that. Um, But yeah, if you're sitting there going, I have no idea how I got here in my life. I, this is not, you know, if whatever you're doing when you get up in the morning is turning your stomach or you're crying every day before you go to work or 
just some of the um, people you're seeing or the area of the country that you're living in, if none of those things are resonating with you, then you need to kind of examine, like, how did you get to this place? What kind of guidance have you been getting to steer you in this direction? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I, I'm now I'm just thinking about like certain jobs that I had where like, I really, really should have quit them. And I was like, was I just not like not listening to my spirit guides? But you know, I probably had like, those really puritanical spirit guides <laughs> who are like, no, but what are you going to do without a job? Like, <laughs> you need to just go to work. That's why they call it work. Like I was, <laughs> I was listening to those ancestors. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. There's a lot of those. Just churn the butter. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you churn the butter, you'll eat it and you won't die. <laughs> if you don't like your job, you just need to try harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Unfortunately, I was watching something on the Victorian era yesterday, and uh, it was just like, you know, how awful the the conditions were and how, you know, if you were in a certain class, you were never going to get out of it. And you couldn't even like people couldn't even afford to like if they were homeless, some of them would pay to sleep sitting up on a rope which was a step up from paying to sleep sitting up. And if you you like or you couldn't sleep, you had to sit sitting stay sitting up overnight or something and they would poke you if you started to sleep um that was like a penny but if you paid two pennies you could sleep with your head and your throat on a rope or something oh my god and then they would cut the rope in the morning and everybody would fall over and um yeah and then if you paid like four pennies you could sleep in a coffin Oh my God. Oh, this is terrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And then, you know, there were people who worked in these factories and then they would like lock the doors of the factory so nobody would be tempted to leave mid shift. And yep. <laughs> then they all died in fire. So yes, it mm-hmm. was just a, a horrible time. So yeah, where where are you at with your life? Like, are you where you thought you would be? All of that is, you know, those are questions you should ask. Do you feel like life is a struggle? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we all do this to some I mean, extent. Yeah, exactly. And, and the times we're living in right now, I mean, like, yeah, aren't we all kind of, we're all going through it right now. We're all having a moment. <laughs> yes, that is true. Although some people really are like, some people have kind of benefited from the pandemic and like all of this, like their lives are actually yeah, getting better. Yeah, you, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I, I'm not even like even people that are close to me. I'm sitting there going, wow, that's pretty incredible. I mean, I can't like, I guess it's good for them. Um, I'm sitting there going, wow, I wish that were me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that kind of moment where you're just like, oh, love that for you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful news. So, but you know, if you feel like, like when I say life is a struggle, like everything that, you know, you're doing, if you really do feel like you've been doing the right things, if you've gotten your education, if you've done all these things and, you know, you're eating right and you're sacrificing all these things and you're studying and you're volunteering and whatever, and it's still not getting you anywhere, then you might have a glitch with your spirit guides. There might be a glitch there. Yeah, there might be a sucky one in the in the bunch. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you have to, you know, throw them all out. But like, there might be one that's just not because honestly, like a lot of them, they're just on a different plane. But like, they have their own, they're guided by their own belief systems and their own agendas. And if the their agendas aren't in line with yours, then that becomes a problem. Um, are you surrounded by people who support you? 
Yeah, that well, that's a very big one. Like if you are not surrounded by people who support you, then yeah, like you need to you just need to find new people. And I guess that would be true with spirit guides. Yeah, yeah. You need you need better guidance. Um if you look around you, and I remember like this happened to me right before, and this was a couple years before my spirit guides got fired. It was just like I looked around and every single person in my life, with the exception of maybe one or two tangential people, were horrible to me. Just absolutely abysmally horrible. And I'm like, wow, everywhere I turn like backstabbing frenemies and a toxic boyfriend and a toxic boyfriend's family and abusive parents. And the list went on and on and I wasn't getting any help. And I I was like, I don't even know where to go from here. I have no idea how to figure my life out because it just, and every time I tried to make steps in the right direction, like I would buy a car Uh, Then the car would have electrical problems and I would have to drive it every night before I went to bed. So it would start in the morning or like things would start going out on it or I'd buy a different car and then it would like basically catch on fire. Um, And it was like thing after thing like that. The tires would go sideways. The door wouldn't work and I would have to climb in through the passenger side. Even I've I've had those cars. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just like car after car like that. And it was kind of like, oh, my gosh. So there there was definitely a large period of time where things were not I was not surrounded by anybody supportive, except for like, you know, periods of time where I had my friends close like you but like then there were times we weren't yeah but we weren't talking like during like those years yeah Yeah, we realized you know because yeah i mean for background sake for people listening like um (laughs) uh, yeah mystic chick and i have known each other since we were 10 years old and then um in high school she moved to a different neighborhood and we stayed in touch but then we lost touch like around college like you do sometimes Oh, yeah, because we didn't have cell phones or like we barely had email starting. Like there was no way to really connect with people. Yeah, exactly. There was no Facebook. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was it was weird. And so like, luckily, I think, um, yeah, it was just a different time. Yeah. (laughs) But um, and I it didn't help that my parents like moved me in the middle of the night, basically. And I wasn't able to say goodbye. So, I mean, it, it was just a very weird set of circumstances. But Which goes to my next point, was your childhood difficult? If you had a really, really terrible childhood, that might be um, a cue that maybe some of your spirit guides were not hugely helpful to you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They were, they did not have your best interests at heart. (laughs) Just, I, you know, there's just things. Um, Did you seem to miss out on opportunities despite doing everything right? Like, you know, I really thought that I was going to get this promotion or this scholarship or whatever. I, you know, did all these things for this many years and I had the track record and whatever. And for some reason, it just didn't pan out anyways. They changed the rules at the last minute or um, somebody like just got a job like right before you that, you know, they're like, oh, we didn't know you had a background in this and then moved them right away or like just weird things. Yeah, I mean, I think that I would say probably everybody can like point to something in their childhood where they're just like, okay, where were you during this point? Mm. (laughs) That was the point where I was carrying you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, footprints in the sand. (laughs) 
I can't remember. There's like either an SNL skit or a Mad TV skit on that that you know wow, is worth watching. I dimly remember this too. Yeah. <laughs> I need to look this up. <gasps> um, okay, so then the next thing is: do do you have nonstop health issues? Like you know, you keep working on your health, and then things keep going wrong, or you just keep getting sick. Um, that could be a cue. And also, do you feel depressed or anxious a lot of the time for no particular reason sometimes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, like, I mean, that is probably like, I mean, if you are like going through like moments of depression and anxiety, it's because you feel like you're not supported. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's, there's like levels of anxiety too, where there's this, sometimes there's this like just low level anxious hum in your body at all times. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there and you just feel like everything's just not fitting quite right. Like, every, you know, you're like, is this, you know, why doesn't this feel quite right? And that might be part of it, that you are not on your exact path. Yeah, I mean, you do have to listen to your body. We've talked about that many times in many different episodes. <laughs> body good. <laughs> body good. <laughs> body helpful. <laughs> the hips don't lie. <laughs> oh my God. So basically, if you are sitting there going, yeah, my life has been crap for a long time, or I keep having these struggles, and I anything I do to try to write them, it just nothing works, then um, it might be time to fire your spirit guide. So you don't need to get their exact names. Sometimes, you know, you can use the pendulum. Yeah, actually, it's like, what was your specific process when you learned that you had to fire your spirit guides? How did you go about doing that? Well, I actually, and I, I have a process here, but like the person, so you could actually have a professional do it for you if you want. Um, I, somebody did it for me, uh, because I wasn't involved really. I just was starting to get, you know, my toes dipped into the pool of, of new age stuff and metaphysics. And so, um, like I was very, very new to it. I didn't know what to do. So she, the one who read my Akashic records as part of her, when she was reading them, she actually fired whoever was not useful to me. And I don't remember her exact process. I don't know if she even shared the whole thing with me, but she told me, okay, you know, basically she fired who wasn't useful. And she told me, you really need to work on protecting your own energy and keeping. So we've talked before um, about the phrase like chakras open shields up. Mm -hmm. And that was what I was supposed to say every morning when I got up to protect my energy and make sure that I wasn't having things feeding off of me, um, negative entities, anything like trying to steer me towards its own agendas. And And we have talked about like the negative entities before that can also like make your life into trash and yeah. I mean, I guess that like, if you think about it, like if your spirit guides aren't you protecting you from those, then yeah, they're not doing a very good job. They're slacking off. Well, and I think also it kind of brings, you bring up a good point because I, I think some of the, what we term as spirit guides might actually be negative entities. It's like anything that kind of is trying to manipulate you or, or guide you from another dimension. And so 
these negative kinds of spirits or whatever will try to manipulate you to do things that are not in your best interest so that they can feed off of your emotional state. Right, right. I mean, that's why they say, like, when you read, like, all the Witchcraft 101 books that, like, anytime you're trying to make a uh, connection um, to the spirit world and, like, yeah, like, whether it's your ancestors, whether it's, you know, uh, like, just sort of random spirit guide or whatever, it's, like, you just have to be very, very, like, clear about, like, who you're connecting with and you have to, like take certain protective steps in order to make sure that nothing else is like crossing over, you know, like whether it's like a ring of protective light around you or, uh, or salt or um, crystals or whatever it is that you need to like, you know, only invite in the spirits that you want. Yeah. Yeah. And black tourmaline is really great to wear, especially if you're feeling like, you know, very depleted. Um, it can help protect you from negative energy. You know, if you really need to, you can do an evil eye, um, a Hamsa or a hand of Fatima. Uh, but basically, you know, some sort of like talisman or something to hold as like a tangible reminder that you are protected is sometimes helpful. But yeah, you basically want to consciously cut cords with anybody who is like serving as a guide or impersonating a guide, I want to say, like a negative energy that's kind of impersonating, being helpful. Um, and basically, I mean, we have those in real life, the frenemies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you don't always know. Like, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that for you. Or sure, you know, you have my back. And like, they really, really don't. So um, they... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we have all had like the frenemies. But yeah, yeah. I mean, and we have like, um, uh, anybody interested in this topic, we do have a early episode about like um, cutting the emotional core from um, negative people. This is just um, transferring it to uh, negative entities as well. Yeah, yeah, and crappy spirit guides. Which, yes, you know they may be the same. They may be there. May be there. May be several things going on. Um, so, because the problem is when you're vibrating at a lower energy like range, you attract a lot of crap. So <laughs> there could be like commingled things going on, but basically, yeah, consciously cutting the cords with anybody that you feel is negatively impacting you from another realm. Then, you know, you envision your protective bubble of light, or you could do a ring of fire or some of the other things that Virgo last talked about um, and saying nothing can get through here. This is very important. Like the, like saying out loud, only good things can enter through this space. Only, you know, nothing bad can get through. And then making a declaration that spirit guides who are not in alignment with your best and highest good are not allowed to work with you. They are fired and the contract is void because they did not uphold their end of the bargain. So even if there is a contract out there, screw it. It doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. They didn't hold up their end of the deal. And if you need to, write it down. Write, write out a contract. Rip it up. Burn it. Like ceremonia, ceremonially, just be like, you're done. You're fired. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, then, you know, it's all about kind of making consciously inviting who you want to come through. So it's basically like learning to get to know your, you know, the good guides, um, just inviting, hey, you know, anybody 
who can help me right now? Like, you know, maybe if you just kind of start doing some research too about like what you're drawn to, just pick somebody, like just somebody to anchor on, like whether it's a, an archangel or whether it's a god or goddess or some being or or some ancestor and just like really just spend some time with them and ask for their ask them to be kind of uh, a guide to help recruit others that are in your best and highest good. Somebody that you trust that's already kind of working for you. Yeah, I feel like I have, I'm trying to think if I've ever like done anything like that before. But again, like I think that I'm being steered by my puritanical <laughs> guides. They're just like, oh, rely on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I really rely on Archangel Michael, although he's technically not my, you know, not a spirit guide. Uh, he's my my angel. But um, you know, my my dog Gabe, I really trust a lot with kind of helping me steer me on the path that I'm currently on. There's a number of ancestors. Eliza Ringling is somebody that I talk to a lot. She is, her picture is in my studio. It is her space. And I feel like she is with me, you know, not just when I'm in the studio, she's with me all the time, but like, I really value her guidance. And yeah, I mean, I think that to be able to spend some time and if there's any like cultures that you feel drawn to and you want to connect more with, then I would definitely try to use the tools that are part of that culture. Yeah, exactly. That's like when it's good to do the deep dive into um, doing the research. Um, it's like I'm just going to throw a shout out here um, for your local library. You don't even have to go inside of the library. You can download everything on your iPad with your library card. It's amazing. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> Technology. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you like the, I'm connected to to the Norse people. And so using runes is is a really great way to, to get a deeper connection with those people. Um, if you feel like a, a big connection to, to Chinese culture, um, learning the I Ching could be helpful. Yeah, if you are feeling connected to your uh, Celtic Druid roots, go outside and touch a tree. But there's so yeah, there's a lot of different ways depending on, you know, and there's all different types of rituals based on the culture. So I mean, really, it, it is good to do the research on that because those those different rituals and and tools and just different like things they relied on and used they can really give you a deeper connection to them so i mean for my italian side i guess that would be what like the roman pantheon so oh yeah i I should really connect with those spirit guides more i bet that they would just tell me to play some music and have a glass of wine You know, well, and I have like an Oracle deck and that would be kind of classified in the joy guides category. And that is a thing. Aww, joy guides. <laughs> joy guides are necessary. <laughs> it can't be all serious all the time. <laughs> My Italian spirit guides are watching me like make food and they're just like, what are you doing? Like, don't throw out all the pasta water. Oh my God. 
<laughs> yeah, all I can hear your spirit guys is saying is like, manja, manja. <laughs> <laughs> more garlic. You're on nothing but skin and, gu- skin and bones. Eat <laughs> 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 some more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So, um, <laughs> but hopefully this kind of gives gets people thinking because I think that it's important to shine a light on spirit guides and say, hey, you know, they're not all created equal and there may be some things that are, you know, some entities that are operating under the cover of the spirit guide kind of label that may not be true spirit guides and and working kind of against your best interests. And so you really need to do some soul searching and making sure that you are protecting your energy and just kicking out anything that could possibly be not helping your best and highest good. There's also some pendulum techniques that you can use to remove negative energy. We can talk about that in another episode, but there's all kinds of different things. You can even do, I think there's probably YouTube meditations on protecting yourself from negative energy. Oh, so many. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really kind of like what you're comfortable with. Or just listen to some more of our episodes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The same subject. And if we are in your uh, top five podcast list for your Spotify wrap, just let us know. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, was it Bridget? Yes, shout out to Bridget. Yay, <laughs> You're her Bridget. number two. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, we are very grateful. This is the time of year, especially to reflect on all of the the people and the beings that support you and and make life better and are wonderful so just uh thank you everyone out there that that listens and and supports us yes yes thank you so much it always uh gives us a smile whenever we hear that someone listens to us and that they actually enjoy us Good times. <laughs> <laughs> and also if you want to uh show us how much you love us. Uh, don't forget to hit the five stars on whatever um, whatever platform you're listening to us on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, um, Apple, uh, Stitcher, any like whatever you're listening to, just smash those five stars, as the kids say. <laughs> yes. And if you ever want to reach out to us, I'm at chick underscore mystic. And I am Las Virgo. <laughs> you can also, um, there's social links on my website, uh, mysticchick.net, if you would like a reading or if uh, you have any issues with any kinds of negative energy or entities, or if you just, you know, have any questions, feel free to contact me through there as well. I have a um, an email on there. Yes, go to her website. You will not regret it. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) All righty. So until next time, I hope everybody out there stays mystical. Good night, my witches.